Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. This week, we're going to talk about productivity and we're going to discuss a lot of stuff like procrastination and how I manage my time to stay very, very productive. So I'm sure you've heard from many uh, business gurus, including myself. Uh, Actually, today I just called myself a guru. Oh, God. Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm sure you've heard from many business coaches, including myself, that um, productivity is actually super, super important and that successful business owners, they generally tend to be much more productive than the average person. They get a lot more stuff done in uh, the same amount of time, which means that you know, their time counts for many people's times, right? So because they just get more stuff done in, t- in, in the same time. So what does this actually mean? It means that what, what an average person does, a highly productive, highly successful person, is actually worth like 10 times more in terms of uh, workload being done. This is quite important. If you want to start a company in one year instead of 10 years, that's quite useful, quite a useful thing to do. <laughs> and it's not just about getting more work done. It's also getting more time to spend on family, friends, relaxation, and stuff like that. So you don't like age prematurely from overworking and die an early death from uh, too much stress, which is a very real danger. So this, this topic is actually very, very important. So let's just get started. So the first thing I want to talk about is, um, I mean, I have a confession. My memory is shit. So I can't remember anything. If you tell me to remember a phone number, can't do it. Unless, you know, I put a gun to my head, maybe then I can do it. But generally speaking, I'm very bad at remembering things because I have so much stuff going on. I have so many people I'm working with. There's so many things going on in the company at the same time. It's very, very confusing. It's very, very hard to remember everything. That's why I use Evernote. In Evernote, I have multiple folders like video ideas, you know, like logistics, uh, banking stuff, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I have all these folders in my Evernote and I keep it all in my Evernote because it's saved there forever. So what is Evernote? Evernote is a note-taking uh, tool software that you can install on your phone, on your laptop, anywhere you want and it just saves it forever and it's searchable and you can organize it very well. You can add a to-do list to it and so on. So Evernote is like my best friend because without that, I would lose notes all the time. I used to lose notes all the time. I don't use uh, regular note-taking on a piece of paper. I think that's you know kind of outdated, not very useful and doesn't sync with all my devices. I just use Evernote. So Evernote is fantastic. And that's where I have all my ideas. They just go into Evernote. If I'm in a, I don't know, on, on an airplane, I want to add something. Like I have an idea, I want to add it to Evernote. I know that it's going to be there. And next week I'm going to be, oh, look, here's my idea from last week. I don't remember it, but here's notes. And oh, now I remember it. And then I can implement it. It's very, very, very cool, actually. So, and you have no idea how many times it saved my life. Like without Evernote, I'm, I'm pretty much useless now. <laughs> Um, so Evernote replaces my memory, so I can really focus my brain on current implementation and what I'm doing right now because I'm not focused on remembering stuff. 
that's useless because I can just write it down. And I'm not focused on storing knowledge because you know it's it's available on Google basically. Not everything, but a lot of stuff is available. So that's that's how I really uh, operate with uh, what I call a uh, deficient memory. So that's working out for me quite well. So I recommend that to you guys as well. So another thing that I can combine with Evernote is Sticky Notes. So Sticky Notes is a software that plugs into Evernote and it's basically like having a paper sticky note and sticking it on your laptop or in your device. And it syncs with Evernote, so all the information is stored. So you have sticky notes anywhere you need them. And this is very, very useful because the most urgent tasks, I cannot just abandon them. So they're always sticky on my desktop. And it's just a window on my desktop and looks exactly like a sticky note, but it's digital. So it's not an actual piece of paper. And it's fantastic because it's my most urgent to-do list. And I know that I look at it all the time, so it'll get done, okay? So it's kind of a nagging kind of thing there that gets gets me, reminds me of a hard task that I need to do that are hard to put in my calendar. Which brings me to the next point. So notes and to-do lists, all kind of stuff, it's all great and it kind of works, but what really works is using Google Calendar. So in my calendar, I use Google Calendar. Let me just grab my phone here. Hold on. Um, in my calendar, I'm quite, you know, my phone is kind of getting outdated. I'm about to get a new one. <laughs> so in my calendar, I have my whole day planned out. See? So, for example, I know that at 4 p.m. I have a call set up, right? So it's it's all planned out. And I plan out when I have something important to do, I don't just add it to a to-do list. It's never, never going to get done if you just add it to a to-do list because to-do list, where's the deadline, right? But in a calendar, that's your deadline. That's when you work on it. So you put it in your calendar as well. And guess what? If you train yourself to follow your calendar, if you build up that willpower and all that kind of stuff, then uh, you get a lot of stuff done. And all that important stuff you've been procrastinating on, it's right there. There's a deadline. Get it done right now. Now, of course, it requires a lot of self-discipline. You need to actually go and do it. You need to actually go into your calendar every day in the morning and check out what you're going to do during the day and then actually do it. But if you can get that habit set up for yourself, oh, my God, like, Instant productivity increased by like 500, 1,000% or something like that. That's what happened to me anyway. So I started using this 2014. It's very, very effective. By the way, people call me crazy, and they should come look at my productivity now. <laughs> so my business really exploded. It's going really, really well. And I have mostly Google Calendar to think for that in terms of productivity. So Google Calendar, very, very useful. Another thing about Google Calendar is helps you set up uh, habits. And by the way, Google Calendar syncs with your Gmail, so it's synced all over the place. So another thing about Google Calendar, habits, because you can set up recurring tasks in Google Calendar, okay? That means that if you have gym at 9 p.m., uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, like I have, for example, then guess what? It's in my Google Calendar. So I'm working, and I'm like, oh, what do I do now? Oh, gym. Okay, 
that I go to gym. So the moment I added it, I didn't used to add it to my Google Calendar because I was like, oh no, this is just for my business. But now I use it for gym as well. Well, guess what? All those built up habits of following Google Calendar outside of my, uh, in my business, it transferred to gym so that I can implement gym as well now. Well, before I was like always flaking gym. Now it's added to my normal system for business. And guess what? I just um, got used to a habit that's not business related thanks to my business habits, thanks to my business routines. Isn't that crazy? So it kind of spills out into the rest of your life. And when I have to do stuff like banking or like go to a bank, which is horrible, but I, I hate going to banks. <laughs> Probably everyone does. But uh, when I have to do that, it's also in there. It also just gets done basically. So another very, very effective tool to manage your time. And right away, all this fights procrastination, all this fights bad habits, but we're gonna get into um, actual fighting of bad habits and I mean actual fighting of procrastination later in this call so I'm going to go address that as well for you so another thing I want to talk about is productivity and willpower so willpower is the traditional method to become more productive right so if you have more willpower then you have more um, you're more inclined to do what you promise to do to yourself right because you're like well i'm gonna go to the gym oh but i don't feel like it. and then you know you have a lot of willpower so you can overcome that <laughs> that's you can train that willpower so it becomes easier and easier and easier to execute your habits to execute your plan so that's the traditional model and building up willpower you know it takes many many years and you know some guys um you know if you look at like gary vaynerchuk to just use an example they clearly work on the willpower method they work they have lots of willpower they're always traveling hustling etc etc they're very 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 productive because they just grind it out just force themselves to work really really hard so that's the willpower method and that method is you know it's, it's effective it's fantastic everyone should uh use a level of willpower level uh, like you need to develop it to a, to a certain level to be productive to be successful but there is a second level, and I already discussed it in a YouTube video, but for you guys who haven't watched it yet. So the second method is not the willpower method, but it's the assisted willpower method. And it's invented by my friend Matt Cook, and um, I'm going to discuss it, but it's his invention. So please don't kill me, Matt, for using your uh, idea on my webinar. So his idea for, the, for, for productivity is not to use your own willpower, but to use people's willpower who you hire. So you hire someone for five, ten dollars an hour, maybe even twenty-five dollars an hour if you're in a successful company, and you have them be there with you and just assist you. Like you're writing or you're making a video and their job is to be your assistant. And they're there to just keep you accountable and they're not really contributing too much. You're just talking to them. Just be the fact that you book their time, you're paying for their time, it means that you're more likely to get your stuff done because you're paying for the goddamn person's time. So he's sitting right there and he's like, well, come on, dude, like, let's work. And you're like, oh shit, now I have to actually execute. So you're forcing yourself to work. There's a similar method to studying in pairs in college, but in college, in study in pairs, you end up like playing video games or like doing random shit, like looking up stuff on the internet. Whereas if you're paying a guy $10 per hour, you're paying him like more than, whatever minimum wage or whatever to sit there and just look at you like come on work 
then you're going to get shit done. I can guarantee you that. It works really, really well, especially for creative stuff like copywriting, video creation, and so on. And um, pretty much the, one of the best productivity strategies out there. And you may be wondering what the hell you're paying someone money to just sit there and do nothing. Yes. Well, you know, you can bounce ideas off and you get more work done in that time. So if you work four hours and you get 10 hours of work done in that four hours, then that $10 per hour is nothing because your uh, uh, time as an entrepreneur should be worth hundreds or even thousands of dollars per hour or even more sometimes. So that $10 per hour is really just a little expense just to motivate you. All right. So. That's the assisted willpower method, as Matt calls it. So let's talk about sleep. So I know there's lots of quote-unquote controversy in uh, in the business community about sleep. There's like the camp that's fuck sleep, work your ass off, grind it out, uh, hustlers don't sleep. And then there's the uh, lifestyle's more important, don't kill yourself, spend time with the family, and you know like relax in the evening, etc. So which camp am I in? Ah, oh, I hate I hate these like two classifications. I personally, I'll I'll just tell you what I do. I'm not gonna really go into like which camp I'm in. I'm gonna tell you what I do. Okay, so two hours before I sleep, no work allowed. Don't care. Don't care if the house on fire. Don't care uh, who fucked up. Don't care uh, if there's a sales call. Whatever, like whatever is going on, whatever emergency there is, I don't even look at it. I don't care. Don't call me. Two hours before I sleep is relax time. That is because if you don't relax two hours before you sleep, you can't sleep properly. Especially if you're not 20 years old anymore, but you're like 30, forget about it. Ha have your sleep handled so you don't look as tired as I do all the time, basically, okay? And I look tired from years of lack of sleep, not because I'm lacking sleep now. Now I sleep my eight hours per day. And another thing about sleep is I balance it out so i mean you know i schedule it in so it's it's always around the same time i'm not one day going to sleep at uh, 9 p.m and the next day at uh, 6 a.m over and over and over it's it's always very very even and maybe one day a week i go out on like saturdays or whatever to a club and then maybe i go to sleep at 4 a.m but usually i go to sleep at the same time every day it doesn't really matter too much what time that is as long as it's not past 4 a.m then it's fine <laughs> unless I've guessed over it and maybe times can change. But in general, sleep uh, as a habit, same time every day, wake up every day and sleep the eight hours. It's so important that I, you know, you can't really overemphasize how important it is. It's more important than working two, three extra hours. I can guarantee you that much. And anyone telling you otherwise hasn't tried it out yet or they have like a different, maybe their body works in a different way or whatever. For me, uh, I need my eight hours. I need to make it regular. I need to wake up at the same time. And that way I'm much, 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 much more productive. And for you, for most people watching this, I know there's people who can survive in four hours, please. I know I understand that. But for most people, eight hours, man, eight hours. And uh, by the way, <laughs> so uh, by the way, the thing they discovered, the circadian rhythm, is you need to uh, kind of put it into one and a half hours intervals. So you, you you'd always so they there's uh, uh, um, some people who suggest that you sleep seven hours and 30 minutes because if you start sleeping eight hours not seven and a half hours then apparently uh, you're waking up in REM sleep or something like that now I I don't know if I buy into that but it kind of makes sense and it says it's in a lot of science 
books that I've read about sleep. So, okay, you know, it could be true. So let's say sleep uh, seven and a half hours based on the books that I've read. But for me, kind of eight hours, seven and a half, eight hours, you know, somewhere in between there works great. So what else about sleep? So the eight hours and regular sleep schedule. Oh, right, right, right. Mm. Another thing about sleep is light intake. I know it's kind of weird, but your light, you know, here's a lamp. This light is very, very bright, very, very white. So the problem with that is it, it forces our body to respond to the same way as to the sun because it's white light. Now, this is not a huge deal with, with lamps usually because this lamp is, you know, it's, it's not completely white. It's like kind of yellowish, but your laptop, the backgrounds are white. So if you're working on your laptop before you go to bed, like the, first, the last six hours before you go to bed, so let's say sunset is like 6 p.m. or so, uh, in most countries right now. So if you're looking at that white light all the time, guess what? That's really bad for your sleep because you're telling your body it's morning, white light, morning. So what happens is your sleep gets fucked. So what I use is a software called Flux. And Flux, you can install on most devices. It changes the way your uh, brightness settings and the way the colors work on your laptop. So when it become gets you know uh, when it's, go, uh, it's past sunset and stuff like that, or towards the evening, it automatically changes the lighting on your laptop. So you don't get forced. Your body doesn't get forced into thinking it's early morning. That way, you're much more likely to get good sleep. It's very very effective. And so I encourage you, Flux.com. Go install it. Uh, actually, I don't know if that's the real website. Let me Google it. Flux. Just get flux.com. That's the right website. Just go and get it. It's a no-brainer. Super, super effective. So let's see. Um, let's talk about perfectionism. So most people, they kind of get stuck in this uh, flow, like, like endless loop of perfectionism. So what that means is they want to get started and then they think to themselves, yes, but it's not as good as it could be. Oh, let's try it another day. Oh, um, I, I can't I can't publish this. It's not good enough. Or when you make videos, for example, it's a really good example. Almost no one is capable of doing daily videos because they're like, oh, it's not good enough. And it's just I couldn't fit in my schedule because I didn't have time to think about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is the thought process of the perfectionist. And a perfectionist, he's someone who is very unlikely to get results. So I know some people say, I'm a perfectionist, and they say it in a way that's like, well, I'm a perfectionist. I would never release something like that. But a perfectionist, is perfectionism is killing your entrepreneurial spirit. The entrepreneurial spirit works like this. Your entrepreneurial spirit works like this. You release stuff, uh, that's good enough to get some results. And if it gets some results, then you improve it. All right. That's the proper way of implementing stuff. Whereas the perfectionist, he's just trying to wait for that perfect moment. That's never going to come. It's like, you know, it's like chasing the dragon in South Park. You're never going to catch that dragon. Okay. The perfectionist and dragon, you're never going to get to that perfection level. It doesn't exist. I've seen people waste the whole year of their life, which is like 1% of your life or more, 
just trying to figure out how to publish one fucking video on YouTube. Whereas someone who is a hustler, you know, um, Russell Brand, for example, started on YouTube. He made one video per day for an entire year. And he's like, cool, there you go, 1.2 million subscribers. That's what a hustler does. He just starts producing and he does it. He doesn't wait for the perfect moment. So the perfectionism, yeah, the, the best way I found to cure it is to commit to a ridiculous deadline and release whatever bare bones item is ready by then. So basically you just commit, I'm going to release that YouTube video or I'm going to create that content or I'm going to make those phone calls by that day. And if you're not ready, too fucking bad. You still release it. And if you get a bad reaction from your audience or you, you know, if you're not on YouTube, if you get a bad reaction from your sales call, whatever, whatever task you're doing, then you're going to learn a lesson there. I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. I'm going to get it done on time. And it, this kills perfectionism. This kills perfectionism because you're forced to implement. Now, the willpower and the and the scheduling, all that kind of stuff, if you have that in place, then combating perfectionism is much, much easier. And guess what happens if you do this? Your stress levels go down. You're going to enjoy your life more. You're going to extend your lifespan probably because you have less stress you're going to live longer so and you're going to not look as old when when you're uh you know 30 40 etc because you're not as stressed out so this perfectionism is literally killing people it's killing people and their dreams imagine that think about perfectionism like that there's nothing positive about perfectionism no matter what anyone says so Another thing that I want to talk about is a lot of entrepreneurs, me included, you know, we talk about hustle, 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 you know, work your ass off, but we don't talk about social life. Like what do you do with your social life? How do you still have a social life? How do you still relax? How do you still um, talk and meet with people who are interesting and like meet different types of people? Well, social life is kind of super important. I kind of neglected it for a while and it fucks with you. It fucks with you really, really badly because you get into mental loops which is literally insanity you become insane if you don't talk to enough different kinds of people on a regular basis especially if you work on your laptop a lot you want to talk to a lot of interesting other people who are doing other stuff with their lives you want to be around people who are not just doing what you're doing all the time so it's very very important to have a socialize it's very very important to you know uh meet girls or what who if you're a girl meet guys it's very very important to do that if you're very lazy and you want to just uh speed up the process you can join dating websites <laughs> certain dating websites or like use tinder and have a nice picture on tinder and set it up so you're meeting people you know don't set up so you're talking to people online fuck that shit. just meet up with them asap and uh, you know just do whatever you want you know you don't have to do anything you don't want but uh it's it's really easy way to meet people so it's and it's very very effective you want to have an inbound funnel so people come to you more than you have to go out and like force yourself to do stuff it's much more for me it's at least much better for my um let's call it productivity <laughs> and my social life so that's just a few tips there and um maybe hit up a company called real social dynamics they're uh, they're going to teach you pickup that's also quite useful so uh, another thing that I do is monthly trips. So I kind of lock myself up in my room or in my place to work all month long. But every month I go on a trip somewhere. So every 
Wednesday, uh, every 30 days, I go on a trip somewhere. And, I, you know, that's blocked out of my schedule. It's like uh, the whole schedule is blocked out. No one can book calls with me or anything like that. Because that day, I'm on a trip and I'm not online pretty much. That day, I'm maybe I'll record a video while on the trip because I go to nice places with nice scenery. Like that video I shot on the mountain in Vancouver, for example, that was on a trip. But other than that, I'm just on a trip, just enjoying myself and unplugging myself from the internet and from working. And it's very, very effective because it recharges my battery and forces me to go look at new stuff, do, do like brainless activities, not just uh, super logical stuff all day long. It's very, very effective. So another thing that I want to talk about is gratitude. So another, it's kind of a limiting mindset that we need to overcome. And it, it's only thinking about what's wrong in our lives. And it's very common to focus only on negative things like wanting and needing to make more money, right? So everyone in business is always like, well, I need to make more money and I want to make more money. And that's the only thing they focus on is that money, money, money. And that's, you know, it, it's, it, there's a place for that. You need to focus on money at some point. Like you can't really, I can't really deny that and no one should deny that. But uh, how far are you from achieving your ideal goals. So how bad the, so how bad the economy, um, is like how bad our life situation is, lack of money, etc. All these thoughts they don't actually help us. So think about how bad it is. It's not going to help you. So your mental energy is also limited, or your willpower is limited. So and if you only use it to think about your current unfavorable circumstances or your past or your future, you won't be able to see all the opportunities you have. All right, it's not possible because you're always like thinking about, uh, oh, well, I need to get this, I need to do that. So instead, you can start thinking about all the good things that are going on in your life, like uh, your family, friends, positive relationships, you know, how well your business is going, your good health, having a good stable business that has potential to grow. So having those grateful thoughts in your mind, not just how do I grow, is also very, very effective. It's very effective for your health, happiness, and so on. Now, this that's a woo-woo stuff that I'm talking about here. In general, if you're not grateful for your employees, if you're not grateful for your business, if you're not grateful for your clients, people will start noticing. And it's like very unattractive. Like it repels new business, repels sales, repels your business from growing. So you want to have that habit of gratitude, habit of th be thankful for what you have, not just hustle. Although hustle is super, super important and super, super important to set super high goals. But being grateful for what you already have is also important because then you're, once you get those super high goals, you achieve those super high revenue numbers and so on, you're actually going to enjoy it, not just be like, oh, what's the next part, you know, what's the next step? You always want to enjoy the process as well. So a really easy way to make or start making gratitude a habit could be to dedicate five minutes every day to think about three to five things that you are grateful for. Even post about Facebook or social media if you if you want. So if you do this consistently for several days, it will create a lasting change in your attitude towards life. And it's really super, super effective. It's really gonna change the way it's gonna change your life basically. Another important problem that needs to be addressed is workaholism okay so again it's common for many people to become addicted to work just by just for the sake of staying busy and that's just you know that's just kind of dysfunctional you know like staying busy what does that actually mean you need to make a change in the world not just stay busy staying busy is anti-productivity okay so these people they feel that 
if they relax, they're losing their time. So they spend almost every waking hour, even if they don't produce meaningful results, working, okay? So denying the need to relax will also lead you to workaholism. Work, workaholism, damn, I'm so bad at pronouncing this word. So what's the solution for this? Schedule time for fun and relaxation, as I said you know, in, in, in a previous point that I was making. And these are some activities, uh, ideas for your activities, for your leisure time, sports, going to the gym, of course, hanging out with friends, go to the fucking park, okay? <laughs> it's already much better. So whatever you, or go to the beach, that's the best one. So whatever you choose to do, set aside some time in your agenda and commit to it, okay? So add it to your work agenda, relax time, here's what I'm gonna do, schedule it up, up front. And all, all successful entrepreneurs do this that I'm aware of. It's not, no one just works all the time. I don't know anyone like that who's successful. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about sleep. So whenever you're uh, in workaholic entrepreneur mode, and you know you, you need you're always thinking of making more time to work, it's very easy to cut off your sleep, as I talked about it before. But I just want to make a few more points here. So there's a lot of people nowadays that go, um, you know, they, they they go as far as taking drugs and legal drugs. You know, you could take you could take pills to stay awake. You could take all kinds of stuff to stay awake and just overdose and caffeine and all that kind of stuff. And this is like rampant right now. Ever who do you know who doesn't drink coffee? There's not a lot of people who don't drink coffee, right? And it's, it's it's like a drug, man. It gets you addicted. I know if I have like three Coke Zeros, I kind of crave Coke Zeros. That's not because Coke Zero has like special ingredient. It's caffeine, man. Caffeine is addictive as fuck. So you should be very careful with that stuff. Um, and like I, I also heard like modafinil it's taken by soldiers when they are on a very long mission and need to stay awake for several days in a row so i mean people take this to work man it's 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 insane it will fuck up your life if you keep, keep taking that for like a year or something so we need to have a healthy sleep regimen to feel and perform at our best it's very very important it makes your willpower grow it makes you look younger, stay uh, healthy longer, and so on. You don't become sick as easily, so you don't lose like weeks of productivity every year by being sick as well. So here's some more habits. Uh, another thing that I didn't mention before is like don't use any electronic device for at least 20 minutes before going to bed. So I said before, use Flux on your laptop, but don't use any electronic device. Like don't just don't use anything electronic at all 20 minutes before going to bed. Two hours before, four hours before, turn on flux, and then the last 20 minutes don't use anything. Because even that flux light, even that like pink, orange light will still that flux produces on your laptop or phone, even that will still influence your sleep. So the last 20 minutes, no light at all. And make sure your room when you're sleeping, very important, is as dark as possible. Like put garbage bags over your windows if you have to. Like, I don't know what you have to do in your room. Depends on what you do in your room during the day. But if you do only sleep in your room and you do nothing else, then why wouldn't you black out everything? So there's no sunlight at all. Because if you um, have light in your room while sleeping, any light at all, it'll screw up your sleep to some degree. Or buy a sleeping mask. That's very, very effective. So if you still have trouble getting to bed, uh, you could try melatonin, which is a relatively safe sleeping supplement, which is not like a drug. And they're relatively natural and relatively inexpensive. Just, you know, sometimes during the year you want to take like a melatonin, uh, just like a couple of weeks per year. 
during the most difficult times to get to bed and it works great just don't get addicted to that stuff uh, it, it's like a mental addiction not a physical one it's not a drug but still like it, it don't get addicted to it. just take a few times per year when it's really hard to get sleep it's very very effective it knocks you right out melatonin is the natural sleeping hormone by the way so it's not like a weird drug so another thing is uh let's talk about nutrition a little bit because you know how can i talk about productivity when i talk about nutrition right so a simple way to improve your mood and productivity is taking natural supplements so these are some nutrients that are proven to have direct effect on your mood based on science not like woo woo crap so omega-3 anyone not taking a thousand plus milligrams of omega-3 per day uh you know don't do that go take omega-3s magnesium and vitamin b complex go take those go buy those supplements right now on amazon it's not even worth discussing you know it's it works no doubt about it very effective so supplementing your diet with any of these and preferably all of them nutrients is safe and it's going to improve your mood and energy and by definition you know, your productivity so if you don't have much fisher in your diet i would definitely suggest start taking an omega-3 supplement and um you know it, it's quite complicated this whole supplements that thing is quite complicated so i make it quite simple i just take these three and vitamin e and vitamin d3 and that's it you know i, I don't want to make it too complicated because a lot of stuff out there a lot of these like uh fitness blogs or whatever they're they're talking about all these supplements you don't need now i know creatine works okay i know whey protein works i know these things that i just mentioned work but just about everything else out there is complete crap okay there's no scientific evidence for most of this stuff out there so limit limit like the supplements don't take like 20 different supplements man it's probably bad for your liver anyway so i wouldn't do that all right this was our show for today please subscribe rate and review this podcast if you like it i'll see you next time if you'd like to find out more about me visit vitkin.net that's v-i-t-k-i-n.net thank you for listening to the show and see you next time